Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 3rd, 2016. A very, very special day on the Orlando Magic calendar. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com and your host for Locked On Magic on this, the very first game day of the 2016-17 season. Uh, it isn't quite, it's preseason, so it's not a full game day, but it is a game day nonetheless, and we'll get you all set for what to expect uh, from tonight's Magic game against the Memphis Grizzlies up in Memphis, uh, including how to uh, properly visualize and imagine the game happening since it's not on TV. Don't worry, I will be doing my best to, to get you guys the information to watch the game. Uh, but the first place to start, of course, is here on the Locked on, Ma- Locked on Magic podcast as well as the Locked on Podcast Network. Tomorrow, on tomorrow's episode, we'll have a complete recap of the game as well as some breakdowns, uh, observations if I have them, listening observations if I have them, uh, if I can get them on radio, uh, or just a simple reading of the box score, which also works. Preseason's fun, isn't it? If you're looking for all the best NBA information around, around the league, though, the best place to go is the Locked On Podcast Network. There's NBA preseason started this weekend. The, the Mavericks played the Pelicans on Saturday. The Warriors played the... Uh, who they play, the Raptors on Saturday as well. Sunday, the Rockets played the Shanghai Sharks. Uh, plenty of basketball going around, plenty of NBA going around, and the best place to get all your NBA news is throughout the Locked On Podcast Network. If there's any team that you're interested in, almost every single NBA team is covered now on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just go to Audio Boom or iTunes, search Locked On, the team you're looking for, uh, and subscribe to the podcast there. You can subscribe to Locked On Magic there on Audio Boom, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio as well. Give us a review as well as a five-star rating to help us climb those iTunes rank, those iTunes boards, and let all your friends know that the Locked On Magic podcast is the place to be for magic information. On today's episode, we are going to talk a lot about today's game because it is a game day and we're very, very excited about that game day. Uh, I'll preview the Magic Grizzlies very, very quickly, talk a little bit about uh, what to expect uh, from tonight's game. Uh, and uh, of course, I'll, I'll have some comments from the Magic about the game and, and what they're excited about and what they're looking to establish uh, in this game so we can talk about that again tomorrow and, and kind of a, what we learned about the Magic Grizzlies. I'm also going to talk a little bit about Frank Vogel and the attitude he's brought to the Magic uh, later on in the show as well. But of course, the big place to start is that it is game day. Get excited. Uh, I know that it's a little disappointing the game is not on TV. Don't worry. Wednesday's game in Cleveland is on TV. It'll be on NBA TV. Uh, But neither the Magic nor the Grizzlies are broadcasting this game, so it's going to be a little bit difficult to follow along. Uh, I'm still trying to work some things out, uh, but... If you're in Orlando, ESPN Orlando, 580 AM WDBO, 
will be broadcast. I don't even know if they're WDBO anymore. Uh, ESPN Orlando, 5.80 a.m. in Orlando, will be broadcasting the game. The Orlando Magic Radio Network will be broadcasting the game, so check out NBA. Check out the Orlando Magic uh, website for more information uh, on the radio network if you're in, Flor- in the state of Florida. If you're not in the state of Florida... Um, Audio League Pass is, is a service that's available through the NBA. I, I, last year, they made you pay for it. I haven't checked to see if they'll make you pay for it this year, uh, but that is also a possibility to stay in touch with the game. Uh, otherwise, um, I think if you're outside Orlando, you might be able to stream it on ESPN Orlando on ESPNOrlando.com. Uh, in Orlando, you might have to go turn to your radio. That's just kind of the way the NBA NBA's rules exist. Um, otherwise, I'm sure there'll be other means to listen to the, to listen or watch the game. Uh, but uh, I cannot legally tell you to uh, advise you to use those means. But uh, people are industrious and, and resourceful, so uh, have at it if you want, I guess. But the Magic do play the Memphis Grizzlies today. Uh, it's been a interesting week of practice, a strong week of practice by all accounts. Uh, Frank Vogel has said. On a few occasions, he's been very impressed by the physicality that's been going on in practice. He's been uh, very happy with the progress that's been made, but there is still a long way to go. And a preseason game is not necessarily the end of the world. He's you know he's certainly expecting them to be a little sloppy, not be perfect, uh, but this is an opportunity for the Magic to go out and go up against someone else to show what they what they've done, what they've learned, and, and where they need to go. From here, so what are the Magic expecting in this game? They're expecting to continue the growth and continue the the the, the progress that they've made in practice the last few week, the last few days, the last week, essentially. Or it is essentially the last week. It's been less than a week since they began practice. Uh, how do they go about doing that? Well, that was a topic that we asked at practice today before our Sunday before they left for. Uh, before they left for Memphis, um, very quick flight out out this this afternoon or Sunday afternoon, uh, and uh, this is this is what Evan Fournier had to say about getting out on the floor for the first time. To be honest, uh, I'm really excited to play them all, but at the same time, I wish we could have had more uh, practice time. Uh, we only had seven practices. Uh, it's not a lot, but you know, games are the best way to uh, to get in game shape and uh, find teammates and uh, build chemistry. That chemistry line has certainly been uh, an ongoing theme and an ongoing story throughout the beginning of training camp. This, the Magic had one of the biggest roster turnovers in the league, actually. It's actually an interesting article up on fansided.com about the correlation between roster turnover and success. And, and when you look at the Magic roster turnover, it's it's up there among the most in the league. So there is a lot of learning that has to be done, especially with the new coach and several new players as well as a new identity. And Frankly, for me, this first game that we're going to see on Monday is just kind of a checkup. I don't care if the Magic win. I don't care if it's particularly competitive. Uh, In fact, I mean, if you watched Golden State play Toronto, Kevin Durant looked awful. And in our hot take culture, it's very easy to say, oh, Kevin Durant shooting one for six, he doesn't fit. This is a problem. And certainly Golden State showed that that they've got some bugs to work out and they've got some things they got to figure out. But... It wasn't about the score. It wasn't about how specific players played. It was about, you know, are there things that look like you can work with that that you can continue to build on? What didn't work? What do we have to scrap? Uh, and, and how do we continue to get better? Or, 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 you know, with the Warriors especially, honestly, 
The Warriors game on Saturday, I did watch most of it. It felt like the Warriors were going at half speed. Um, I felt that, you know, I, I tweeted this at the time. They're going to be really tough to beat. They are really, really good. Uh, and when they get themselves going, they're going to be... Uh, they're going to be the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but, you know, the Magic aren't the Golden State Warriors, obviously. They, 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 I don't think they'll be able to get away with playing kind of at half speed and still look competitive or still look good. Uh, the Magic are a team that, that are going to have to play hard, going to have to run hard, going to have to uh, defend at a high level. Uh, and I think what Frank Vogel is looking to see in these first, in this first game specifically is is that effort and energy level there? Is the intention there to be in the right spot? Even if you don't get there at the right moment, even if you give up, you know, the layup in that instance, or give up a jumper, uh, is the intention there that you're understanding the concepts, understanding the rules, and, and are still kind of working out the bugs and the chemistry of it on offense? Are you getting down the floor quickly? I mean, this is a big transition offense. I'll be writing a little bit about that on OrlandoMagicDaily.com today leading into this game about how the Magic are trying to push the pace and what that really means and what that might even look like. Uh, you know, are the Magic getting to that to that level? Uh, Frank Vogel, I think, put it really, really well at practice today, or on Sunday, rather. I'm recording this Sunday night, so excuse me if I say today. Uh, what Frank Vogel said before the team left uh, is, you know, you, they want to establish the correct habits. They want to continue building on the habits that they've, established in practice and bring them to a game situation. The way the Magic's schedule works out, they have this two-game road trip, and then they have a week off until their next preseason game. And again, preseason games are preseason games. They're as valuable as you want to make them. But, uh, uh, you, you know, this is sort of a checkpoint. Not, not a test they have to pass. They don't have to win these games. They don't have to play particularly well. They just have to play well enough or, or look like there's something to build off of. Because, you know, you get through these two games and you got a week of practice to, to work out some kinks, continue to refine some things. Vogel has said he's put in a lot of his offense already and the defensive principles are there. And, you know, the physicality's been good. The energy's been good. Now, now you really find out, well, is this all a mirage because we're working against each other and, and we're not particularly good maybe? Or is this you know, something that we can build off of is this, are we, are we making the right steps? That's what these games are really, really about. When we get into the next stretch of preseason games and the Magic are virtually home for the rest of the preseason after this little two game road trip through Wednesday, then we'll begin to learn a little bit more about this team as we ramp up toward the regular season. For now, it's about establishing the groundwork for what they're doing, the foundation for what they're doing. They need to continue reinforcing and improving on what they've done in practice to be these preseason games are extended, are, are almost extended scrimmages. It's not about uh, getting it right. It's about having the right intention and, and finding things that you know you need to correct and work on in practice and just kind of seeing where you're at. Um, you know, again, it doesn't have to be so complex at this point. Uh, it's still very, very early. It's been less than a week. And so, you know, the Magic are in a good, are, you know, we'll, we'll find out exactly who this Magic team is. Uh, you know, if, if you've heard me talk about it, everyone's kind of asked me, what is this team going to look like? Who's look good? I have no clue. Um, you know, I've heard reports, you know, I, I wrote about how Bismack Biombo has been getting rave reviews from his teammates. Uh, I've heard good thing. I've heard good things about the way Vooch has played, that he's been playing very physical and that the challenge from Biombo has helped him increase his game a little bit. 
Uh, I've heard good things about the way Evan Fournier's played. I've heard good things about the way Mario Zonia's played. Everyone's playing good. Everyone's doing well in practice. That's just kind of how it is. We don't know what this team looks like. I mean, I they have not shown us very much in scrimmages yet. And so more than anything, and I'm looking more, this is more for Wednesday's game that I know is going to be on TV more than Monday's game, which I have no clue if I'm going to be able to watch anywhere. More than anything, I just want to know what this team looks like, and so what, and figure out what to expect. Um, that, as as an observer, as a writer, as a fan, that's what I want to see. What do I have to work with here? And I imagine that's what the coaches want to see too. Is, is are the guys beginning? Are the guys getting this foundation we laid? If they aren't, how do we improve it? If they are, how do we keep building on it? That's that's the big thing you want to see in these two games. That there's at least something there. That there's a foundation laid and that they can continue to build off of it. It doesn't have to be perfect yet. It doesn't matter who scores, who struggles from the field. As long as the intention is there, as long as the foundation seems to be there, the Magic are moving in the right direction because we've still got a long way to go before the games start counting. And, and as Frank Vogel has said, uh, it's going to be a continuing, evolving process. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Talked at length there, sorry about that, about the the magic uh, and, and this first preseason game and what to expect. Uh, but the big story for the magic this this preseason, I mean, I think largely for the offseason, among the many changes the magic made is that change in, in coaching, in the coaching staff. You know, I, I, I you know, I do read the comments on OrlandoMagicDaily.com and, and I, I do try to respond because I, I'm in, I'm interactive and, and I'm here to answer your questions. That's why I do mailbags. That's why I do mini mailbags. That's why I respond to virtually everything on Twitter. And someone brought up an interesting observation, and I think it's certainly a fair one, that the Magic have gone from a defensive-minded coach in Scott Skiles to a defensive-minded coach in Frank Vogel. So what's really the difference then? Well, obviously there's been huge roster turnover, but there is certainly a big difference between Frank Vogel and Scott Skiles in a number of ways. And it, it, yes, the philosophies are very, very similar. The The Magic last year came in saying, we want to run, you know, we want to pick up the pace, we want to defend at a high level. And, and Skiles has delivered a lot of that throughout his coaching career. So too is Frank Vogel. So... What is the real difference? To me, the real difference is in attitude and approach. We kind of heard it already. Aaron Gordon had a quote, um, you know, saying, you know, the the way that that Vogel approaches this this team is much different than the way Skiles approached this team. Uh, what he said uh, is essentially. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the quote here. Sorry if I'm not prepared. You know, the, the, what he said was, you know, Skiles was very demanding, very precise with what he wanted us to do, and very controlling. And, and that's that's kind of what Scott Skiles is. Frank Vogel is not that way. 
Frank Vogel, you know, has said, I have a set of defensive principles and rules. You know, I have a kind of basic set offense that I want to run where we're, we're pushing the pace and running up and down the floor. Uh, but, you know, he's more of kind of a conversationalist and a talker. I mean, he, you know, it does, it, it, you know, certainly willing to raise his voice and hold players to a standard, but he isn't someone that seemingly will put guys in the doghouse or get on them too hard for minuscule things. I mean, I think everyone kind of knows Scott Skiles' reputation. Frank Vogel's reputation is very, very different. The tone that he set is one where he he's demanding everyone works hard and plays hard. But at the same time, he's kind of... It's, it's not coddling. I mean, certainly it's not that. But it's an atmosphere where the players hold each other responsible too. The best story that I can tell is from the first day of practice. They let the media in and, and they're running this drill. And I think I've described this already on the podcast, but I'll describe it again. They're running this this transition drill where they're passing the ball to coaches at the free throw line, catching it, passing it to the coach at the other end of the free throw line, catching it again and laying it up. And they've got to make 82, in, 82 of these in two minutes as a team. They miss it. They, they miss it on the first try. And Vogel gets into the team a little bit. You know, and, and sets that standard immediately. He then, you know, they're not running wind sprints. They're not going out there running, you know, running the free throw line and back, you know, doing 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 those drills. He gives them a second opportunity. 41 in a minute. They hit that mark, and everyone's happy. And in that second drill, everyone is encouraging each other. Everyone is fighting for each other. Everyone is is kind of you know, cheering each other on and getting their work done. And that's the kind of accountability you want to see. Vogel is somewhere in the middle between Vaughn, between Jacques Vaughn and Scott Skiles. Jacques Vaughn, you know, for lack of a better term, was was a little bit of a babysitter. He was there, very positive guy, very upbeat guy. And, and, and Jacques Vaughn, I think, is a good coach, probably wasn't ready for the lead chair when the Magic gave it to him. Uh, but for the two, first two years of his his, his career, he did what he was supposed to do. He's supposed to keep guys up as they lost a lot, help them learn to be professionals, uh, but not necessarily maybe challenge them in the way that, that a demanding coach like Scott Skiles would or, or a coach expecting to win can challenge players. The tone Vogel set, though, is not just what comes in camp and comes in practice with with his you know demanding a certain standard but still kind of being kind and, and constructive giving constructive criticism and still being encouraging. What what really set Frank Vogel apart, and it was said throughout media day, was, you know, he, he spent a lot of his summer trying to get the, to know the players as people. He, you know, he took that extra step. And it's not just that he took that extra step. It's, again, that he is trying to build them up, trying to encourage them, trying to... Trying to uh, uh, you know, not control them so much, but let them be them within his system. And, and as far as we can tell, that's been a big difference between him and, and the previous coach. There's seemingly an instant connection between between the players and the coach right now. And obviously, it's the first day of camp. Everyone's excited to be there. They're, they're determined to reach their goal. But that connection seems very, very real at this point. 
And, you know, Vogel has had success in Indiana, and he brings that up a lot. And I don't think there's any reason to suggest that he can't at least mimic some of that success in Orlando, that that, that approach will not work. I think it will. And I think that it's going to be refreshing for a lot of the players that are returning uh, and that he's going to kind of keep them charged up and ready to go, especially as, as they move on. You know, he's not someone out here expecting perfection. I mean, you, he's, you know, Vogel has this kind of aw shucks way about him. He's not expecting perfection. But, it, you know, it's aw shucks, but it's still very, very focused. I don't want to don't lose that. The Tony set, I think, is a very good one. The team feels relaxed. They seem to like each other. It seems to breed the kind of chemistry the Magic we're hoping to breed. Uh, but it still seems like it's very focused on getting the task done that they need to get done that day. And like everyone else, I'm sure he's as interested to see how the team reacts Monday and Monday's preseason game and Wednesday's preseason game as we are who haven't been able to watch practices. And I think we'll learn a lot more about Vogel and about this Magic team as the preseason begins here. And obviously, Vogel is a huge part of what this Magic team is and, and... like the coaches before him, he really believes in the team that he's coaching, and you know we'll see if he can deliver where some other player, other guys have not. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is nine ninety-nine, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only twelve ninety-nine. Buy one get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. So, let's talk very, very quickly. I'm, I'm kind of running a little bit over here. Let's talk very, very quickly about who the Magic are facing on Monday. That is the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, of course, had a big offseason season. Uh, you know, we don't know how much of the roster we're going to see, but a big offseason for the Grizzlies. They kept Mike Conley uh, as a free agent. They signed Chandler Parsons as a free agent. They've got Marcus Soule still. Uh, big summer for them. Added a lot of offense. We won't see, of course, we will not see Chandler Parsons in Monday's game. I believe he's still out with the knee injury. We also will not see Aaron Gordon or Alfred Payton. Both have been held out of practice or... Peyton's been out of practice since Tuesday. Excuse me. Aaron Gordon is still coming back from the sprained ankle. He, uh, I don't believe he's done contact drills. Serge Ibaka is going to be kind of a game-time decision. Uh, he's been dealing with knee soreness. The Magic have kept him out of practice since Wednesday afternoon, since Wednesday's second practice session, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but uh, no word if he'll go. Uh, Frank Vogel said he was day-to-day. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, how that comes out. Uh, This will be an interesting challenge for the Magic, though, right off the bat. It's going to really test uh, the Magic's physicality because no team is as physical as the Memphis Grizzlies. And it's even though it's preseason, I expect we'll see a little bit of dose of of the grind, uh, of the grindhouse here in in this opening game. Memphis, of course, features Zach Randolph and Marcus Sol in the post, Tony Allen on the wing. Very physical defenders. Uh, Conley's a physical defender. Uh, Very physical guys. They're going to play defense the way the Magic want to play defense. And 
it's going to be a big lesson for how the Magic want to play this year because essentially a lot of, I mean, I think you can look at the Magic's offense, look at the Magic's defense, and kind of say, well, this could be Memphis East with the lack of uh, lack of shooting that the Magic have. Um, it'll be interesting to see how these two teams uh, match up. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I don't really care who they're playing at this point. I mean, I, I personally, first preseason game, I'm more worried about what the Magic are doing rather than what they need to do against their opponent. Uh, it's more important that the Magic get through their stuff, run their stuff, rather than worry about what Memphis is going to do or who Memphis has. They just kind of need to play, run through their shells, and and get a, get a sense of uh, what they're doing out there against uh, against a, a you know a team that uh, isn't doesn't know what's coming or isn't you know used to playing each other every single day. Uh, it, that's that's my take on on opponents at this stage. It, you know. Whoever's wearing the other jersey doesn't matter as long as it's someone in another jersey. Uh, again, though, this is a good kind of stylistic matchup. Uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, if, frankly, I don't know how... I, I, I probably just need to keep saying this. I have no clue what to expect from the Magic on Monday. I have no clue what kind of offense they're going to run. I got to see a little bit. It's, you know, probably a high-motion offense. A lot of dribble handoffs. You know, definitely some pace. Definitely trying to get up the floor quickly. But other than that... You know, I have no clue what this team's going to look like. Uh, defensively, I have no clue uh, what they're trying to do other than kind of vaguely what Frank Vogel likes to do, which, uh, you know, is a little bit clogging the paint, uh, getting back out to shooters and, and using the bigs to, to protect the rim and protect the paint. Um, but other than that, it, it's a complete mystery what this Magic team's going to do. And, and frankly, what I'm most interested in seeing in Monday's game against the Grizzlies is what does this Magic team look like in reality? I mean, we've spent... All offseason now talking about what this Magic team could be, what we hope this Magic team is. I, now I want to see who this Magic team is, and and the identity isn't going to be fully formed. the 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 progress isn't quite isn't anywhere near done. Vogel, I agree with Vogel. It's going to be a continuing evolution. They're going to learn a little bit each game that they play, each time they hit the floor. This will be the first time we learn something about the Magic, even if it's something fleeting, even if it's something small. We'll we'll have our eyes will tell us who this team is to some extent. And that's what I'm most excited to see on Monday. Be sure to share what you're excited to see on Monday uh, with me on Twitter at OmagicDaily as well as hashtag LockedOnMagic. I'll be back all day Monday. We'll have we'll have coverage of this game one way or the other. Uh, Magic Wands will be up Monday afternoon. I have a, I have a couple quotes, a couple, couple uh, posts on what the Magic are expecting from this game as well. Like I said, it's about establishing a foundation and a base. Uh, and a kind of an extension of practice, uh, sort of a, a, an expanded scrimmage, if you will. That's kind of how I view this game. I don't know if that's quite the way the Magic would, would want me to phrase it, but that's that's how I would view this game as kind of an expanded scrimmage. I'm expecting a lot of mistakes, expecting a lot of problems, but at least a, a hint of what the Magic are trying to do. Uh, we'll have full game coverage again on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, try and get your grades, uh, some, some, some visual of what's going on, as well as a feature story uh, for the morning or at least uh, the late evening uh, for you as well as the Orlando Magic season is officially here. The first game of the season is on its way in less than 24 hours. We're excited to see it. I hope, well, we'll try and see it at least. Uh, who knows? Uh, but we'll we'll have something on it. We'll, we'll have some understanding of who this Magic team is very, very shortly, and I know everyone's very excited for that. If you have any questions or comments about the show, be sure to leave them on Twitter at omagicdaily. 
uh, or using a hashtag locked on magic. You can email the show at omagicdaily at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever you download podcasts. We're probably there in some form or capacity. Uh, we do appreciate all the love we've been getting on iTunes. Uh, leave If you haven't yet, leave us, a re- leave us a review as well as a five-star rating. We would really appreciate that. Helps us climb the iTunes rankings and tell your friends uh, to subscribe to the podcast as well now that Magic Season is officially real and officially here too. We'll see you again tomorrow with a complete recap of the Magic's first preseason game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Until then, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich of Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. We will see you all tomorrow. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.